I'm Victoria for Bloomsbury Radio, celebrating Bloomsbury Festival 2022. This uh, year, uh, the festival has been inspired by the theme um, of Breathe. The festival includes over uh, 100 events across 10 days, ranging from heart-hitting creative reflections on uh, the environment to quiet moments of mindfulness. I have the great pleasure to speak to Rohan Rakhid, DJ, broadcaster and actor, head of arts and culture for Daytimers. Hello, uh, Rohan, and welcome to Bloomsbury Radio to talk about your event, Daytimers Mechthel, an evening of South Asian poetry. Yes, thank you for having me on. Uh, first of all, I would like you to introduce uh, yourself uh, to us, and then we will talk about your event. Of course, yeah. So uh, my name is Rohan Rackett. Uh, as you, yeah, lovely introduction. Uh, I'm one of the minds behind Mephil and uh, Daytimers, which is uh, Daytimers is a platform uh, and collect uh, creative arts collective that helps to uplift and champion South Asian people in um, the creative industries. Um, and uh, Mephil was a brainchild of mine, which is an event series that we run, specializing in spotlighting the South Asian talent that exists uh, within the spoken word and poetry communities, uh, namely in England. Because um, there's such, um, yeah, such a rich, uh, diversity of talent that um i've had the pleasure of uh going to evenings and experiencing um but there wasn't much of a platform for um those artists um so it's nice to really pay homage and um let people know that this this scene exists and it's very much thriving you know um but yeah that's a bit about who i am and what i do and what the event is, I guess. Honestly, your event captured my attention uh, because uh, in a special way, because uh, my um, show at Bloomsbury Radio is about poetry. And um, I think you and your event will help me to get in touch with uh, poets from South Asian um, uh, culture and to invite them uh, in my uh, poetry show at the Bloomsbury Radio. So let's talk about your event. Uh, when does it happen and where the location and the time? Yeah. Okay, sure. So it's uh, happening on the 21st of October uh, from 7 p.m. to 11 um, at the amazing Conway Hall, which is in um, in Holborn, in Red Lion Square. It's a beautiful old listed building with this incredible um, Victorian hall. And the acoustics in this place are phenomenal. Um, it was actually originally built for um, chamber music uh, concerts. Um, so we're bringing, uh, we're bringing poets, we're bringing live musicians and, uh, and the DJ to to the space um, and I think it's and we're going to do up the space as well and sort of reclaim it um, in a South Asian way whatever that means um, but yeah it should be really really exciting that's when and where yeah uh, being a uh, Victorian um, building it is uh, a reason uh, uh, additional reason for me to come to see your event but we encourage people to come from 
uh, 6, 6.30, we've actually got um, some amazing caterers. Uh, they're, they're, they're called Ucha and they specialize in um, uh, South Indian food. So they're going to be setting up shop um, and welcoming people in with drinks and food, um, which you can purchase. Um, and also we have a um, an open mic system. So if anyone comes at around 6, 6.30, just come and bring a poem if you want to perform um, and write down your name and uh a bit about the poem a bit, bit about you um and then live on the day itself on stage we're going to draw names out of a hat to see who um gets to perform as well so we've got a nice chunk of allocated time for new poets uh, to so hear some nice. new voices so nice so interesting so during those uh, almost four hours how will you entertain your audience except food and drinks. So let's talk about what artistic moments do you bring to, to your event? Yeah, so I, I, I guess I guess the, the, the main attraction are some of the poets that, we, um, that we've got programmed for this night. We have the amazing uh, Azan Ahmed, who runs a poetry series specializing in amplifying Muslim voices at the Bush Theatre called Deen and Dunya is the night he runs. And he's an absolutely incredible performer. Um, so he's performing. There's Jay Mitra, who's coming down from Manchester, who's a queer slam punk poet champion. Um, we have Rupinda Kaur, who runs Gully Collective in Birmingham, a really, really successful uh, poet who's written collections and is a real figurehead of this scene in England. Um, so there's some really amazing names we've uh, that we have and their stories that they share through their art is worth coming along to witness. Um, I've, I've never seen Rupinda uh, perform live as well. So I'm really excited. Um, and she'll be headlining and closing the evening. But um, as I said before, we have, we have a musical interlude. Um, so like all, all great Bollywood films, we are, we're going to have an interval. Uh, and at this interval, uh, before this interval, uh, we're going to have uh, the amazing Two Flutes, uh, a brother duo of Carnatic flautists, Carnatic um, music being South Indian or Sri Lankan. Um, so they're, they're going to be bringing a band and sort of serenading us all. Um, and they're, they're incredibly talented. Um, and I think, especially with the acoustics of the hall, um, I think it's going to be a real, real spectacle. And yeah, we've got a DJ set to end as well, an hour-long set from Sway of the Verses, who does uh, Ballamy Radio in Peckham, um, a really, really talented DJ who's been DJing for over uh, maybe 20, 30 years now. Um, yeah, never worked with him, so that'll be a real treat as well. Um, so there's a lot more to it than just your standard poetry night, um, uh, especially because we're going to have the audience interaction as well. Um, to keep it fresh and I'll be hosting throughout the night to uh, keep energies up and uh, make sure people people are feeling involved and welcomed into the space as well um, so yeah it should be a really good one I'm I'm honestly we've been working on it for so long now and I'm so excited that it's less now less than a month I'm sure it will be a fantastic night a fantastic four hours spent together in that um, uh, wonderful um, venue. And uh, I encourage from now our listeners, Bloomsbury Radio listeners, 
to hurry to book um, uh, their tickets. So tell us about uh, the price. I uh, know you have a modest amount uh, per ticket. Yeah, it's uh, it's ten pound a ticket. Um, so we we wanted to keep ticket prices down to make sure um, everyone could come really. Uh, so I think for what for a, what you're getting, uh, you're getting touring musicians touring poets um and a dj who's a real real master of what he does i think um the value for money is there um and i think that's really at the heart of what we wanted to do we want to we want to bring our community in to this space and uh, allow for as many people uh, to be there um and yeah if you're listening to this as well and you're struggling with uh, the cost of living crisis and uh if you're yeah, struggling to afford a ticket, but you really want to come down, just drop me a message on Instagram. Um, and yeah, hopefully I can do something about that because yeah, I think we just need as many people from our community to be there, but also not just from the community. There are so many of these stories that need to be shared with people, um, which is the most important thing. And I think what the festival is programmed so well, you know. Except the Bluesbury Festival website, when uh, where your event is um, to be found, and uh, from where our listeners can find you and uh, book tickets through Eventbrite, I think so, and uh, other yeah. sites. Yeah, it's on. It's on. Uh, if you go to the Bloomsbury Festival website and search "Daytime as Merfield." Uh, you'll be able to find the ticket link there. It will take you to an Eventbrite page. Um, but also if you go onto the Conway Hall website, uh, the event's part of their autumn season of programming. Um, so yeah, there are two ways you can find it. Um, but yeah, it will take you to that Eventbrite link um, and it's selling really well. Uh, so make sure you you head Fantastic. down soon um, to get a ticket. So I wanted to ask you, except the Bloomsbury Festival website, where else online can we find you? Where else can we find daytimers to check your activity? Okay, yeah, of course. So uh, daytimers, I guess everything is archived on our on our Instagram. So at daytimers underscore UK. Um, everything there from upcoming events to everything we've done in the past date. Uh, which is a lot because we have a really, really dedicated and amazing team. Um, yeah, it all can be found there. If you're really interested in the Mephil and poetry side of things that we're doing through this event series, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at mephil.arts, mephil spelt M-E-H-F-I-L. Um, but yeah, we've got some really exciting plans with that as well and plans to take what we do further than just the London bubble. Um, so yeah, watch this space. Regarding this word, methyl, can you explain to us what means methyl? Yeah, so it was um, the the it was a really nice uh, inspiration behind the event series. Um, so in the Mughal period um, of India, so this is predating the British Empire. Um, Traditionally, uh, in homes of the nobility, uh, namely in the Muslim community, um, these methyl nights would, uh, used to be uh, run, which typically uh, combined elements of spoken word poetry, live classical music, so either Hindustani or Kawali or Sufi music, these really traditional forms of South Asian um, artistry um, in really 
relaxed uh, and informal settings, just as gatherings and people would have food and uh, drink tea together and just a way of sort of celebrating the community and bringing people together. So that's the whole premise and inspiration behind this event series, you know. Um, it's not like a, it is what you make of it. And we want to encourage people that it is their space. Um, it is a safe space as well. Um, so yeah, that's the the premise behind um, or the inspiration behind the event series and the name. Yes, I'm sure this event will be amazing because South Asian poetry and culture in general uh, is fascinating through its different languages. Regarding daytimers, when have you found it? Uh, where have you started or this adventure with daytimers? And uh, what was the reason to found this um creative yeah. collective yeah so we uh we're two years old now um so we were actually founded in in lockdown um and i think it was just a consequence of a lot of creative people in the creative industries finding their careers and livelihoods sort of come to a halt um and i for one really spent this time thinking about my creative circles um, and realizing how few people I worked with actually were from a similar background or had similar lived experiences um, or just looked like me, you know. Um, and I think a lot of people felt the same way, interestingly. Um, so it was originally just a bunch of us that got together online and started having Zoom calls. And then we realized how important it was to build these sort of networks within our industries um and create this like this map of south asian artists i mean it sort of grew from there and we realized that we all wanted to work together um because we all liked the same art not just because we were from the same um yeah from the same diaspora or had the same skin color um which was a beautiful thing and we've honestly just been working together growing and pushing for a cause which is to to essentially highlight how South Asians do exist in the creative industries. We are so prevalent and what we do is really, really cool. You know, I think there was a lot of uh, uh, Western portrayals of South Asians in, in the creative industries or through media or um, through TV shows or anything you see never really depict us as being culturally or creatively that interesting um, and I think that's a legacy of um, of systemic racism maybe the effects of 9-11 as well on how South Asians are portrayed in media you know um, but we're sort of reframing that and restructuring that and we want to write our own histories and our narratives now because um, it's about time so everyone's sort of pushing together for that, um, for that cause and that shared goal, um, which is a beautiful thing. And I've, I've made some amazing friends um, who I consider family as well now at this point, because um, it's been an incredible journey. We've achieved a lot together and we've changed a lot of opinions, you know. And what has inspired you to, to choose this name, Daytimers? I, I don't know why in my mind I associate this uh, this word with daydreamers. Yeah. 
And yeah. I was afraid not to call you daydreamers uh -huh. <laughs> instead of the daytimers. Yeah, no. Um, honestly, we get all sorts with people. Uh, yeah, saying our name incorrectly. I recently uh, in an interview, someone called. Uh, someone said, "So, how did you start Outsiders?" Um, which was yeah, uh, an experience. But um, the name Daytime is actually is yeah, again rooted in history. Um, so in the 80s and 90s, uh, there were a series of daytime raves that sort of happened uh, mainly around the north of England, but actually trickled down to the south, um, creating where, where essentially South Asian DJs and promoters, namely first generation migrants or second generation migrants or the children of uh, first generation migrants, I should say, um, started throwing parties during the daytime for uh young south asian people to let loose have a safe space and enjoy the freedoms that their white brothers and sisters were had the privilege of exploring in the evenings you know this was a time which wasn't safe uh, to be a person of color um this was a time synonymous with the rise of the national front and um where instances of packy bashing was a form of sport for the followers of this movement this fascist movement you know um so it wasn't safe and rightly so parents were very controlling um in safeguard in wanting to safeguard their children um but at the same time kids need to be kids um so people would uh go to go to school with their raving gear on underneath their uniform and they'd and they'd bunk off half a day um, and go out with their friends and you know what they'd be home for 6 p.m they'd be home for 7 p.m and they'd probably be having dinner with their families they'd probably be uh doing homework or doing prayers you know it was this shared mission that everyone would go out but no one if one person let it slip that um uh, or was too intoxicated you know that has repercussions for the rest of them that were all going out so it's a really beautiful thing and it's a really um interesting part of british asian history which people don't really know about um so yeah the name is paying homage to to that essentially so nice so really nice amazing um things um, you are doing with uh, daytimers you are already famous but um, after your appearance uh, at the bloomsbury festival i think uh, you will um, you will thrive more than before and i wish you all the best in your future projects and especially now with the bloomsbury festival uh, event so uh, let's uh, check together bloomsbury festival um, uh, website bloomsburyfestival.org.uk and um, we'll find their daytimers mehfil event uh, an evening of south asian poetry from 7 p.m to 11 p.m on friday 21st october 2022 at conway hall 25 red lion um, square it was a pleasure to speak to you uh, rohan and um, as a final question i would like to ask you what is your message to the world? That's a that's a very big question, uh, Victoria. I know. What is my message to the world? I think my message to the world today is um, hmm, support support emerging artists, 
support emerging artists because the way our world is going and the people in charge of our world yeah in particular i think the only people that are looking to do the right things are the creatives um and i think with everything happening in politics at the minute with a cost of living crisis i truly believe that now more than ever um yeah so support bloomsbury festival support daytimers yeah thank you so much rohan and see you on 21st october yes see you there excited to meet you